0: Hey, Leader, and welcome to episode number 324 of the L3 Leadership Podcast, where we are obsessed with helping you grow to your maximum potential and to maximize the impact of your leadership. My name is Doug Smith, and I am your host, and today's episode is brought to you by my friends at Baratong Advisors. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here, and I hope that you enjoy our content and become a subscriber. Know that you can also watch all of our episodes over on our YouTube channel as well, so make sure you're subscribed there. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, thank you so much. And if the podcast has made an impact on your life, it would mean the world to me if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever app you listen to podcasts through. That really does help us to grow our audience and reach more leaders. So thank you in advance for that. Well, in today's episode, you'll hear my conversation with Mike Tomlin, coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got to interview him recently at the Man Up Pittsburgh conference, which he founded in partnership with an organization called the Urban Impact Foundation. And the whole purpose of the conference is to put a dent in the fatherlessness epidemic in our country. And they've been doing this conference for 10 years, and I've been there every year. And it's just been incredible to see men step up and say, I'm going to commit to being a better father at home. I'm going to be committing to being a father to the fatherless, and I'm going to support organizations. Organizations like the Urban Impact Foundation who are doing something about this issue of fatherlessness. And so if you've never heard of the conference, I really encourage you to look it up. It's called Man Up Pittsburgh. And again, check out Urban Impact Foundation, who are really doing a lot around this area area of fatherlessness. And so you're gonna love this conversation. We talked to Mike about why he he started this conference and what he's learning currently about being a dad at this stage in his life. Uh, we talk about his favorite sport outside of football, which his answer actually really surprised me. We talk about what he's learning about about listening as a leader. Really good insights there. And then we talk about why one of his favorite leadership phrases is, I'll tolerate you until I can replace you, which is so profound. And so I think you're going to enjoy this interview. And again, this was the fourth time that Mike has been on the podcast. And so if you enjoy this, I really encourage you to go back and listen to the other three interviews. They're all profound. He has so much to say, and he's going to add so much value to you. But before we dive into the conversation, just a few announcements. This episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast is sponsored by Bear Tongue Advisors. The financial advisors at Bear Tongue Advisors help educate and empower clients to make informed financial decisions. You can find out how Tongue Advisors can help you develop a customized financial plan for your financial future by visiting their website at Advisors.com. That's B-E-R-A-T-U-N-G advisors.com. Securities and investment products and services offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Barrettung Advisors, LPL Financial, and L3 Leadership are separate entities. I also want to thank our sponsor, Henny Jewelers. They're a jeweler owned by my friend and mentor, John Henny, and my wife, Laura, and I got our engagement and wedding rings at Henny Jewelers, and we just had a wonderful experience, and not only do they have great jewelry, but they also invest in people. In fact, for every couple that comes in and gets engaged, they give them a book to help them prepare for marriage, and we just love that, so if you're in need of a good jeweler, check out hennyjewelers.com, and with all that being said, let's dive right in. Here's my conversation with Mike Tomlin. Coach, 10th year of Man Up. It's hard to believe it's been 10 years. Um, but for those who may not be familiar with Man Up, just tell us, you know, what is Man Up? Why did you start it and why are you so passionate about this?
1: It's, it's really interesting. I was thinking a lot about it, uh, particularly on my way driving in today. You know, 10 years ago, I had three kids, you know, 12 years old or younger. Wow. And so I was seeking community, support. Um, I wanted to, you know, grow um, as a golly husband and father, and wanted to seek community and people who who were like-minded in that way, but also my boys particularly at an age where they had friends, and I saw the father fatherlessness in our community. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I wanted to kind of formalize um, that thought of of dad and the fatherless and, and taking advantage of opportunities to to, to parent and, and be a father like figure for those that you come in close proximity with, and so, you know that was my original intention, and so, um, and it has been awesome. Um, I was telling the group at the breakout today just how thankful I am, how how excited I am, how how everyone's presence in, inspires me, and mm. and 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 we all need encouragement, and and so it's been really good, but it's also been interesting. How my profile has changed uh, in ten years, and yeah. and, and so um, it I'm continually thankful because um, I'm needing new things, and so I'm able to to gravitate to people who are in a different space and gain wisdom from from people who've been in the place that I'm at now. Yeah,
0: um,
1: in terms of parenting twenty one and twenty year olds. Um, <laughs> And so, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, you have two in their 20s out of the home, one still at home. Uh, you made a statement a few years ago, I love just dad and hard. I think your son said that to you or something. But yeah. what does dad and hard look like in the the Tomlin household these days?
1: It, it's not quite as hard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny. Um, when your kids get 21 and 20, um, you're less aggressive. Hmm. You know, um, I'm appreciative of them... Uh, sharing what's going on with them. Um, I do probably more listening um, than talking in terms of uh, the nature of our relationships. Um, I don't see them every day, hmm. um, and so it's more difficult. You can't be as aggressive, um, you know, when you're parenting from a distance yeah. and you don't see them daily. And so, um, you know, it, it definitely has changed, um, but. But I'm excited about the change. It's also really exciting to see that they're capable of making their own decisions. Mm, yeah. and, and oftentimes, you know, when they're discussing stuff with me, they're not seeking my counsel. They're just explaining to me their, <laughs> their thought process. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I'm, I'm thankful for that, yeah. um, you know, as long as they're talking. Yeah. So at home, I'm in that season. I have a six
0: year old, a four year old, a one year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about expanding our family beyond that. You've lived at You have a high demand job. I'm just. What advice would you give to me going into the crazy busy season where we are hands on every day? How did you balance family and still make that a priority in the midst of a crazy schedule?
1: You know, I didn't very well at times, mm. and 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 that's why, you know, that's why marriage is such a significant component. Mm. Um, of parenting, the partnership component of it um, my wife is awesome, she's been awesome, um, at times my my job and the urgency associated with my job doesn't afford me an opportunity to have the balance that I desire all the time big picture certainly um, but there are moments in time because of obligation and so forth um, that is very difficult and in those times man um, I lean on my wife um, and I'm thankful yeah. that, that, that we that we work as a partnership um, in that way. Um, it's something that that I work at. Um, finding that work home life balance, if you will, is something that's worth working at. Um, but it I also learned and I learned very early on that you can infuse the two mm. in, in, in ways that one might not think. Or at least traditionally, you might not think. I'll never forget my first day on the job in the National Football League. I got hired by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My boss was Tony Dungy. We had an introductory press conference that went well. He said, hey, when you get a second, come by the office. He had something he wanted to run by me. No problem, you know. I went and put down whatever I had and I immediately went to his office. It wasn't like I was going to keep him waiting, you know. I go in his office. His son was sitting on the floor with with a PlayStation game projecting onto his big screen, <laughs> where where he watches film. But his son was playing video games on it. That's awesome. And it was just, I was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect to see that. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and so it 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 left an imprint. Um, I'm thankful that I was able to work for guys like Tony Dungy, and see some of the things that I saw from a leadership perspective, um, where balance doesn't always and doesn't always mean divide your time, but sometimes balance is infusing the two where appropriate. It's so good. And what a vision that was for me to walk in his office, the first time I ever walked in his office, and his son. Was playing video games on his wife on his big screen. So did your kids get to do that? Absolutely. <laughs> like I, I, yeah. I, I took I took my boys to camp. Uh, we moved into camp together. Wow. You know they they've spent more days at Latrobe probably than a lot of professional <laughs> football players. Um. And so you know I, I learned that I learned that that that's something that's possible. Yeah. And in traditional thought. Um, I do not know that I had an image of that I had to see it and seeing it uh, helped me and helped me in a big way yeah
0: I'm I'm curious for for someone who may be watching this and maybe they're on the other side of dadhood their kids are out and maybe they missed it maybe they they weren't a great dad maybe they weren't present whatever what would your encouragement be to someone who's on that side of of being a dad
1: a couple things Um, I I think as long as I'm breathing on this planet that that I'll View my relationship with my kids in the ways that I do in terms of being a dad and and and, and being wise counsel for them, even as they gain their independence. And certainly, um, they're sharp young people and capable of making decisions. and And so, there's a let go component of it from a parent perspective. But there's still, um, they're always going to be those opportunities. And um, I've also found that. Um, I have a little bit more time now, maybe to 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 be a dad to the fatherless, the, mm. the fatherless, um, the young people that I come in contact with, um, that I mentor. Um, I, I have more time for for them now um, because my sons don't live at home,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and so um, I can be I can be helpful, man, and, and productive in a in a lot of ways, not only for mine but. For those that I come in proximity to, and and that's important for me too. Being someone that came from a broken home, and and part of the reason why I gravitated to sport is because I just admired my sport coaches. Hmm. They were they were examples of of the type of men that I wanted to be like, and so I, I gravitated to that. Um, and one of the reasons why I, I probably pursued the vocation of coaching. I had no idea that I'd be coaching grown men at the professional level, to be quite honest with you, and definitely not the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I just wanted to impact young people and particularly the father, the fatherless.
0: Yeah. Coach, it seems like every year you have a different message on your heart for, for men and dads. What What's on your heart this year?
1: You know, um, it, it's interesting. Um, and and I think that's the beauty of of being able to come here for for ten years, um, you know, my profile changes and so do the issues that come with it, and and so it's new things to talk about and and, and new opportunities to learn and share. Um, my parents are getting older, and um, I moved my parents here years ago um, because we have three kids, and and so we were playing zone, my wife and I, and so. You know, they were retired and provided an opportunity for us to get some assistance, and who better to help raise your kids than than your parents? Oh, yeah. Um, but over the course of the last ten years, my stepfather has Parkinson's, mm. and and they've gotten older, and so, um, you know, I moved them up here to to get help, and and now I'm in a position to kind of help them, mm. and so I was sharing that with with the breakout group today that. You know what an awesome opportunity it is and what a blessing it is to maybe get some parenting opportunities in regards to my parents. Yeah. To to make sure that they're comfortable, to wow. to help them with life and to and to be close by to make sure that they're getting what it is that they need and 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 medical attention and, and things mm-hmm. of that nature. And so, um, really cool to be where I am in life. I'm thankful for it. I don't take any of it for granted. It's a blessing. Um, but it is ironic. Yeah. Um, eight, nine years ago, man, they came up to help me parent. And now I get the opportunity to help them with some of the challenges yeah. that, that, that older yeah. life presents uh, them. Yeah.
0: I want to move into to some more fun questions just with what you do vocationally. You're entering your 16th season as a coach. Uh, do you have one or two favorite moments from your 16 years of the Steelers? Oh, man. Man, there
1: have been so many. Um, you know – to me, as funny as it sounds, and, and it because it's insignificant. There's so many more significant moments, um, but one of the things I enjoy most is driving home after a one o'clock home win and sitting in traffic, huh. and and just looking at Steeler Nation. Huh. You know whether they're walking across the street to the T or sitting in traffic themselves. It's just really cool to get the job done, whatever the job may be that week, the challenge, the win. Um, but to just to entertain, to see the impact, um, to see how happy everybody is, um, that, that I've grown to really enjoy that. That's probably, that's the best part of the week, any week for me. Um, is about five thirty, so I'm getting in my car, leaving Hines Field. and sometimes the trip home. And I probably live four miles away from Heinz. Sometimes it may take forty-five minutes or so. <laughs> wow! Um, but it's a cool time, yeah. Um, because I'm just I've been I've been at it long enough that I know that Monday's problems are waiting on me. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking ahead to the next challenge. I actually have a few minutes to appreciate what transpired and, and to watch um, the fans enjoy it as they move on with their day. Um, that's just a real awesome quiet time for me. Um, I don't turn the radio on or anything. I just I look around and take in the sights and sounds as I make my way off the north side. Uh, after game, and that's that's a pretty cool thing for me.
0: What sport do you enjoy most outside of football? Baseball.
1: Baseball, really? I love watching
0: baseball. you a Buckeyes fan? Love it. Really?
1: Yeah. That's yeah, awesome,
0: fade. man. Is that the, your number one team? Ain't yeah, no doubt. Wow, Ain't that's no doubt. awesome,
1: man. I'm a long-suffering Pirate fan. <laughs> Aren't we all? I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I do, man. Like That's cool. I got my Vogelbach jersey, just came <laughs> in. I always pick an obscure guy, right? Uh, one of the lesser-known guys, yeah. and I buy their jersey. That's then awesome. Then I go to the game wearing it. You know, it's always a big deal, too. It was like, why does he have my jersey on? You I know what I mean? Yeah, that's so cool. Like, years ago, like, Jay hay was my guy. Like, when he was a utility guy. So, I had a a J-Hay jersey. Um, but, yeah.
0: No um, surprise, I wouldn't have guessed that,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I like it because it's, a, um... I like it because it's slow. It, it's, it's not intense. It's a good afternoon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um... I would. I'd love to be like a baseball scout or something. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'd like go watch go watch baseball every day, every afternoon. Post retirement plans. Yeah. Oh, I, no nah, I would love <laughs> yeah. to be a minor league cool. baseball scout. Yeah. Like travel to Grapefruit League, man. Just watch games every day. Report back. Yeah, he looks pretty good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you guys just hired uh, Andy Wido Has been a longtime friend.
1: Andy, good people, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm just getting oh, to know yeah. him, man. Mm-hmm. At Pittsburgh and all of that, man. yeah,
0: longtime supporter of, of. I met him through Light of Life, he mentored one of our yes. guys for years. And uh, him and his wife are phenomenal,
1: yeah. So it's been fun to follow their journey, yep. and his dreams. yeah, man. Yeah, it's really cool. Isn't it cool how it works out, man? Yeah, Mount Lebo guy, man, yeah, and all four, he's one of four,
0: they're all in the NFL, man. Yep. Yeah, yeah, And then I, would, I, yeah, I have a thousand questions I would ask you if we had like hours, but I think I read an article on you and like. Probably ten years ago, like your favorite leadership principles. Is one of your favorites? that you say I'll tolerate you till I can replace yes. you? Yes, I
1: love it, man. Yes, all right. I was yes. going to ask. I want to give it that you maybe next. Because because people always view that as a negative thing. It's not necessarily a negative thing. Hmm. Sometimes tolerating somebody is an absolute joy. Wow, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, hmm. It's just that's the nature. That's the essence of our business. We're all tolerated until we can be replaced, sure. and that's just a component of big business at uh, the football level. Sometimes you can be replaced because your skills wane. Sometimes you can be replaced just simply because it's cheaper labor. Wow. You know? And so I just hmm. I just think as, as in our business, as long as that we all understand that nature of our business, then we're all just respectful of the days that we have. Hmm. That's so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, Art Rooney is tolerate me until he can replace me. If he can find somebody can do the job better, particularly if he can find somebody to do the job as good, cheaper, because I've been on the job a while now. I'm, I'm expensive, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just, that's what makes the wheels turn in big business. And I yeah. and I just never want to get so comfortable that I'm not acknowledging that. So you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And the last question for for time's sake, but, um. I'll just leave this open, and it's a podcast for leaders. Anything on your heart for leaders as we close up?
1: I, I, I say this often, and but I don't say it enough. Um, one of the number one tools that we have is 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 listening. Hmm. I believe as leaders, we got to continually listen. We got to continually be open to new and different ideas that might be different than ours that might move us in the group that we lead forward. And so that's something that I continually acknowledge. I have a note card that's on the corner of my desk that says, listening is a skill. Hmm. And and I leave it on the corner of my desk because I just want to remind myself that things that are skill related, you better continually acknowledge. You can work at it. You can get better. You can also get worse. Hmm. Wow. And so, you know, it's like swinging a golf club. It's a skill related thing that those of us that fail at golf the way I do understand. <laughs> yeah and and i try to i try to treat listening with the same level of respect and i want to continually work at it and hone my talents in that area and hopefully get better in that area because i think just part of good leadership is being open to ideas hmm. and 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 understanding that great ideas innovative thought and so forth oftentimes oftentimes comes from those that you lead hmm. and so That's something that I'm always working at. I challenge other leaders to do the same.
0: So good, Coach. Thanks again for your time. Thanks for your investment in men today. Thank you. No doubt. Well, hey, Leader. Thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Coach. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. And if this episode got you thinking about fatherlessness and what you can do about it, I would encourage you, especially if you're in the Pittsburgh area, check out Man Up Pittsburgh and check out Urban Impact Foundation. I encourage you to check out both of those. And we'll include links to those in the show notes at l3leadership.org forward slash 324. And leader, I want to challenge you that if you want to 10X your growth this year, then you need to either launch or join an L3 Leadership Mastermind group. Mastermind groups have been the greatest source of growth in my life over the last seven years. And if you don't know what they are, they're just simply groups of six to 12 leaders that meet together for at least one year in order to help each other grow, hold each other accountable, and to do life together. So if you're interested in learning more about masterminds, go to l3leadership.org forward slash masterminds. And as always, I like to end with a quote, and today I'll quote Greg Groeschel. Craig said this, he said, The pain you endure today often leads to the strength you enjoy tomorrow. Don't give up. Perseverance is the hard work you do after the hard work you've already done. Leader, I say it all the time, but Lauren, I love you. We believe in you. And just like Craig said, don't quit. Don't give up. The world desperately needs your leadership. We'll talk to you next episode.